0: One Shot, One Life is presented by Lincoln Coin & Bullion. Buying and selling gold, silver, platinum, and palladium bars and coins. And rare and collectible coins. We also buy gold scrap and sterling flatware. If you wish to buy or sell any of these items, please call 402-327-2853 for an appointment. One Shot, One Life. Welcome to One Shot, One Life. Helping you win with money, people, faith, work, health. And your hopes and dreams, we help you stop worrying and start winning. I will not waste my life watching the world go by. I've only got one shot, one shot, one. Life. And now, welcome your host, best-selling author, speaker, CEO, husband, and dad, Doug Fitzgerald, on fourteen hundred and ninety-nine three KLIN.
1: Well, welcome to One Shot, One Life, the show where we help you stop worrying and start winning about the things of life. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. We want to thank you so much for joining us today. My team absolutely loves having you here as listeners, and uh, we've got a great show lined up, and we're excited to have our guests share their stories with you in just a minute. We also want to welcome everybody on Facebook Live. Thank you so much for being there. Um, if you want to check out the show later on with the recording, you can go to Facebook at 1400 KLN. You can also go to my private page as well. Well, a big thank you to my producer on Facebook, Johnny Cadillac. Thank you so much much for getting us in the metasphere we appreciate him getting that feed up and running and as always running the board and making sure everything happens executive producer Josh Floyd Josh thanks man you bet how's How's your week been
2: it's been good it's been really busy though but it's it's been the weather's been a roller coaster huh
1: the weather's been crazy but it's been really nice lately yes
2: oh and yesterday was beautiful
1: yesterday was great today's great we've got a lot of graduations happening across the country yes and so a lot of that is happening and people are taking place last week though Last week we had a great show. It was so fun. Uh, we had uh, a studio full of Joshes. I don't know if you ladies are aware, but um, there's a thing called Josh fight. And uh, we got to have the inside scoop last week which was absolutely great um, this was a phenomenon that took place on social media it took the world by storm last year and it just happened to be in our backyard here in Lincoln Nebraska started out as a joke uh, to find out who the real and rightful owner is of the name Josh you know across the country and then the founder Josh Swain who's actually from Arizona he literally threw a dart at the map of where they were going to have the Josh fight and it landed in Lincoln Nebraska so they came here they got to a, a, a cornfield out outside of lincoln and uh, all these joshes which they thought maybe there'd be 20 or 30 that would show up there were what about a thousand he said up there too? might have been a thousand people total yeah. and there was
2: yeah of, of the people that actually fought there might have been like 50 or so but everybody was, wanted
1: to watch you get beat up on josh that's true so i,
2: I chickened out though i didn't fight <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't do it and i didn't bring a pool noodle so it would have been just
1: bare Fist to cuffs, yep. it would have been ugly. It turned into the world's largest pool noodle fight, and so uh, <laughs> it's so absurd. Yeah, I love it so much, whacking and smacking each other. But here's the cool thing: Josh Swain had a dream, right? He had a dream that he wanted to fulfill, and even though it was initially a joke, it turned into something that raised over forty-five thousand dollars for children's hospitals in Nebraska. Over thousand pounds of food were donated to the local uh, food bank, and not only that, they're having Josh fight too. It's going to be in a couple of weeks. I think it's on May 21st at Bowling Lake Park here in Lincoln, Nebraska. It's going to be bigger and better than ever. Yeah. Next so,
2: Saturday, a week from today. Yeah,
1: a week from today. So if you want more information about that, or you want to learn about that amazing story, all you have to do is check it out on our podcast. You can go to any podcast platform and search One Shot, All One Word, One Life, All One Word, and learn all about the Josh fight and then every other episode that we've had uh, at one shot as well. And also, we want to note that our show keeps growing. We're super excited for our sponsors and partners that have uh, really come alongside of us. This month, we are welcoming the Medicare Solutions team. We want to welcome Michael Graham and his team to the show. Uh, there are a lot of Medicare options that are available, and it can be overwhelming uh, to find the right options for you, your friends, your family, even your parents. And Mike and his team will help you find the right plan that's best for you, all through the, the comfortable and non-pressuring process that they provide. You can check them out. Now that the Medicare Solutions dot com TheMedicareSolutionsTeam.com. Well, coming up on the One Shot, One Life show, uh, we've got more incredible guests over the next few weeks. Next Saturday, uh, one of our most – well, actually, next Saturday, we'll have a half show. The Saturday after that, on May 28th, we're going to have one of our most popular shows with former Husker football great and national champion Aaron Davis. Uh, Aaron's a highly sought-after national speaker. He's an author. He speaks all across the country, Uh, really talks about attitude and how it impacts our lives professionally and personally. Plus, he has a brand-new book, which I just got. It's absolutely amazing it's called wisdom from the man with the mop it's all about his dad and all these great pieces of wisdom that his dad taught him over the years. It's an amazing book. So go grab that from Amazon.com. Then on Saturday, June 4th, popular podcasters, Mandy and Scott Verlinger, um, they have one of the top marriage podcasts in the country called Check Your Vertical. They're going to share how they healed their marriage after a marital affair, miscarriage, and death in their family. They are a super couple. It's an amazing story of restoration and healing in a relationship, and uh, we're excited to have Mandy and Scott on the show. I want to wrap up uh, the first segment here by talking about something, Josh, that we really haven't talked about um, actually in quite a while, and that's our theme song for One Shot, One Life. Voda. Voda. It's a great song. We've got an amazing theme song written and performed by the band Voda. Uh, and I know many of our listeners know the members, Brian Olson and John Wooten. Uh, they're amazing. And periodically people say, man, I love, your, I love the lead-in music to your song or to your show, but I've never heard the full song. Well, here's the cool thing. You can get a full version of One Shot, One Life. All you have to do is go to our website, oneshotonelife.com You can download it for free. Absolutely free. And we want to thank Brian for providing that for us. Uh, it's a generous uh, generous that he allows us to do that and we appreciate mm-hmm. that again grab your copy at one shot one life com.
2: it's such a good pump-up song oh. for anybody who's watching the cam I think Johnny likes to put to put it on me like the Facebook live feed right well, as red right as the the drop comes in the drop as the kids say I just it just gets me pumped up I can't help but dance around and
1: for, can, for a while we called you the dance icon yeah of I'm the show
2: not so sad to have been like have lost that that <laughs> title i'm okay with that it's too much pressure
1: i don't know man if you keep it up we're gonna have to take a vote to see we'll see what people <laughs> really want put, for a, you. Pull so up we'll put a pull up oh, there you Claire go we need to pull up put a pull up on kln.com it needs to be about josh I don't know. if uh, We're going to talk to Caleb about that. I don't know, I don't know if the website needs that. All right. Well, here's another cool thing about Voda. They are doing a really great concert coming up on June 23rd. It's a Tom Petty tribute. And, you know, when we had, the, we, had we had them on the show uh, earlier this year, which, by the way, you can check it out on the podcast, we played some of their other music. One of the songs yeah. that they do, the covers that they do, is called Learning to Fly from Tom Petty. Uh, they're going to do a tribute concert at the Bourbon Theater here in Lincoln on June 23rd. Here's the cool thing. Um, they're going to be Joined by drumming legend Steve Ferrone from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and so Steve's going to be joining them in that concert. He's seventy-two and he's still crushing it on the drums.
2: That's awesome! Yeah,
1: it's going to be a great show. Yeah, and that's so cool! Yeah, we may even have some giveaways. Brian was saying, "Hey, we'll give some, do some giveaway stuff for the concert and for Voda and all that." All so. Right. We'll keep people tuned in on that again. That concert, uh, Tom uh, tr- uh, Tom Petty tribute by Voda on June 23rd at the Bourbon Theater. If you want more information about the show and you want to get tickets, go to BourbonTheater dot com. That's bourbontheater.com. dot com.
2: I got to say too, I just went to a show at the Bourbon
1: last week. Or it's no, a great. It's it a great venue this
2: week. It's a, a sound system yeah. in there is amazing.
1: Yeah. It's a good venue. Yeah, it
2: sounds so good in there.
1: So you're going to want to check them out. Well, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to be joined by Miss Nebraska Teen USA, uh, Farron Meddy and Miss Nebraska USA, uh, Natalie Pieper. And we'd love for you to join us by texting in. We're now opening up the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline at 402-479-1400. And you can also comment on our Facebook Live feed as well. We'll be monitoring that. You're listening to One Shot. One Life on Lincoln's number one news and talk station, 1499.3 KLIN.
0: It's time to stop worrying and start winning. This is One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN.
1: Welcome back to One Shot, One Life. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald, and a big thanks to our show partners, of which one is Youth for Christ of Lincoln. Youth for Christ is a non denominational, non profit organization. They serve over 2,400 youth in the Lincoln surrounding areas. They're led by executive director and dear friend of mine, Matt Schulte. We appreciate all the work that he does. Youth for Christ of Lincoln, they serve youth throughout three specific ministry areas. The first one is campus life for teens of middle and high schoolers. The second one is juvenile justice for jailed teens. And their third ministry areas parent life for pregnant teens they do such an amazing work uh, impacting our city Uh, and they also have a new podcast called engaging today's teens we'd love for you to check that out obviously after the show, <laughs> not during <laughs> not right the show, right uh, but Matt and I equip parents, teachers, and grandparents to help teens navigate through their formative years. And in this week's episode, we talk about creating formative experiences for your youth, especially during the summertime, because it has a huge impact down the road in their life. So check out that podcast by going to their website, yfclincoln.org. That's yfclincoln.org. And again, we'd love for you not only to share the podcast, but to like it and subscribe to it as well
2: do you have a word of the day or a word of the week
1: uh we do but i f- forgot what it was oh, you caught me <laughs> i got you. i got you <laughs> so, something. so but here's the teaser if you want to learn about the word for the word for the week there which we do every single podcast you got to check it out all right all right there you go there's a little teaser well today we're excited to have on the show two amazing young women who are truly taking full advantage of their one life that they've been given miss nebraska teen usa sarah uh, farron meddy is that correct? Last name. I'm doing this well. And then Miss Nebraska USA Natalie Pieper are joining us in the studio. Both competed in their respective Miss Nebraska USA pageants in March, and they won the crowns. Now, here's a cool thing. I also had the honor of being able to join the team of judges to, that, that judge the con or the the pageants this year, and it was so fun. We had such a fun group of judges, and I think we all came to agreement that you guys were the best to represent Nebraska in the Miss USA pageant nationally. So we're excited to have them both in the studio today to learn more about the. stories, uh, their personal platforms, and just how, you know, what this experience has been like for them. Even though it's just been a couple of months now, their lives have been changed. So Farron and Natalie, welcome to One Shot, One Life.
3: Thank you. I'm so excited
4: to be here. Yeah, thank you for having us.
1: Nice to see you again. Oh, it's good to see you too. This has been so fun. And, and if you want to check it out, if you're listening on the air and you want to actually see the video of it, you can go to Facebook uh, at 1400 KLIN. We're broadcasting there live as well. Well, I met you both earlier this week. We had a great conversation on Zoom and got to know you a little bit better. Um, I think what, what I'd love for people to know is a little bit about your backgrounds, your stories, uh, and then after that, I'm going to ask just how you got involved with pageants. But Farron, let's go ahead and start with you. Tell us about yourself.
3: Yeah. So I am half Indian. My dad was born and raised in India. He came over here to get his master's degree in Michigan and then met my mom. I have two older brothers and I also, my mom owns a hip hop dance studio. So, Oh, really? It's, yeah. It's awesome. I'm a dance teacher. Yeah. It's like my favorite thing in the whole world, but I took breakdance for nine years, and I've also been taking hip-hop classes since I was about six years old. So dance is like a humongous part of my life. It's like almost the biggest part of my life.
1: The cool thing about that, I'm learning stuff as we go. My daughter's 21. She's been dancing since she's been four, and hip-hop is hers. Oh Really? Oh, my goodness, yeah. That's that would be awesome. so fun for you guys to. That's
3: amazing. Yeah, yeah. our our studio, my mom owns it. It's hip hop exclusive, so we don't do anything but hip hop. And it's, that's in Omaha. It is. It's in Elkhorn, like mm-hmm. downtown Elkhorn on the old Main Street. Nice. So that's really exciting. My whole family, they're all engineers too. So like, I come from like a very like they're very all smart and good at <laughs> physics and calculus, and I'm like. I can't do physics. So I'm going down the pre med pathway when I go to college. And so that's like what I'm interested in is just like helping other people. And also, I mean, becoming a doctor is like a huge dream of mine. I'm really passionate about like teaching and just helping other people. So that's just a little bit about me. And
1: you're about ready to graduate high school, correct?
3: I am. Yes. In two weeks here, I believe. I'm really excited, but it's kind of scary because I'm moving to Phoenix. So big change but i'm taking my cat with me as my emotional
1: and story. your cat's name is <laughs> Tito Tito yeah. Tito's going so he's that's good He's this
3: little orange fat cat
1: i
4: love him <laughs> he's so cute
1: Well that's great uh Natalie how about you
4: Yeah i was born in Fremont but raised in Lincoln okay. a proud pious the 10th high school grad um, i then went to school in Chicago at Loyola where i was kind of a nutty college student like crazy academic I did a lot of cool work experiences. Um, one of which I talked about with you, Doug, uh, during the
1: interview, which was interning at the Supreme Court. Yes, so that that's was amazing. It was definitely what one was of that, the highlights. What was that like? Because you're an attorney, all right. Yes, so you're and an now attorney, I'm an attorney. Yeah. Yes. So, but what was it like, you know, being at the Supreme Court and working with the justices? I mean, that's got to be amazing. It
4: really was incredible because not only did you know walking to work every day and walking up those great big marble steps yeah. and you know having the badge to swipe in and security knows your name i mean th- that that itself was surreal but the daily interactions with the justices have not been forgotten and it's also just kind of crazy to know the amount of times that i sat there in the courtroom when you know very very big very prominent cases were being heard right. and i was just you know sitting there off with the law clerks and you know we were literally watching history before our eyes, and so it was great because not only did it you know, expose me to a very niche area that very few people get to see, I got an inside look into some of the inner workings of the highest levels of, gov- of government, but also it ultimately inspired me to go to law school, which I don't know how you could not go to law right. school after working there because you know it's obviously the biggest sort of legal inspiration anyone could get, but it was wonderful. I have no regrets. I'm so glad to have formed specifically a relationship with the late Justice Ginsburg. Like Mm -hmm. I had a very, um, a large number of interactions with her that were just so sweet. And so, you know, she's such a wonderful person. And so it was really great to see her before she passed.
1: Mm. So what do you do now?
4: Yes. So now I am a litigator specifically in financial services at Q tech rock in Omaha, and it's been great. It's a very demanding job, but Thankfully, the people that I work with are phenomenal, and it keeps me busy, and it's also, obviously, you know, being a lawyer, I've always liked, you know, intellectually stimulating work, Mm -hmm. and so it's been great. It's good. It's definitely a change, because I've been in school for so long, so... Working a normal job was an adjustment, but I like it and I'm here to stay.
1: And now you're adding, you know, Miss yep. Nebraska to your, yep. adding you know, more to, to, your to your schedule and, <laughs> and that's keeping you busy. We're gonna yes. talk about in the in the next segment uh, how that's impacting both of your lives. But Varon, back to you. You're an author, you're a fellow author. I- You wrote a book. Tell us about the book, and we'll talk about what you're doing with the book a little bit later on the show. But, uh, you know, I would love for people to know what you're doing.
3: Okay, yeah. So, my book, it's called I Am ABCs. Mm -hmm. It's just like a little affirmation book. So, it goes in the letter of the alphabet, like ABCDEFG. You know, we all know our alphabet. It was written for kindergartners because I had a child development class, and we had kindergarten buddies. At the end, we wrote a project for our kindergarten buddies, a book. And that's what I, I wrote my book for them. But then I decided I really love this. I want to turn this into an actual book, but it has affirmations for every single letter. So like for a, I am amazing. I am brave. I am caring. I am darling, just different words. And it's just meant to make people feel more confident, make kids feel more confident because yes, it is targeted towards the six-year-olds, the five-year-olds, the first grader age, but really anyone can get something out of an affirmation. Mm-hmm. Like everyone can use affirmations because- We all need it. Yeah, they're so powerful. I mean, if you wake up every day and you look in the mirror and you tell yourself like, I am amazing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish my, I'm gonna complete my goals. I'm gonna do exactly what like I was born to do. I mean, if you just like tell yourself things that make yourself feel good, then you're going to perform more well in life than if you're telling yourself negative things every single day. Yep. And so that's kind of what mine is all about. It's just like promoting confidence and making yourself feel good. And so it's all about confidence and positivity. I just love it because, I mean, obviously, as Mr. Braskett USA, I've been able to share it with yes. so many, which we can talk about
1: later. Yes, and it's going to be great. And 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 I tell you what, being an author, it's difficult to write like that and then to put it out. And uh, Earl Nightingale, I don't know if you know who he is, you look him up down the road. He's an old, you know, he, I mean, he's he's gone on before us, um, but he wrote a book called The Strangest Secret. Okay. And basically the secret is i'll i'll let it out of the bag you become what you think about yeah and it's so true it's a principle that that we if we we live out in our lives and you two are sitting here because you had a dream that you wanted to be Miss Nebraska, Miss Nebraska Teen, right? Mm-hmm. You thought about that, created it, and now you're living it out. Exactly. So that's really cool. So congratulations on the book. Thank and you. Yeah, I'm excited to be able to share what you're doing with that book as part of your platform yes. uh, with uh, Miss uh, Nebraska Teen USA. Um, Natalie, I know your faith is important to you. Uh, share with us about your faith.
4: Yes. So I grew up Catholic, and I attended Catholic school all my life and Catholic University, uh, and it was funny because actually during high school, even though Pius is, you know, very rooted in faith, I kind of found myself a little stuck. And it wasn't until I ultimately went to college and went to a Jesuit university and started going to the ministry meetings there and attending mass regularly and sort of developing a relationship with my priest that I kind of found my faith again and, you know, kind of more so discovered myself. And I think it had a little bit to do with myself maturing, but it was really a good experience, I think, for me because now going into a demanding job or going into the role as Miss Nebraska, you have to have faith. You have to have mm-hmm. like a solid foundation to rely on, and that's always been something very important. And especially uh, most recently when I was crowned Miss Nebraska, one moment that I really will cherish like for the rest of this year as a title holder was I helped uh, Father Dave. So he was a priest in the Omaha Diocese, and he has been in my family for years, has like uh, renewed my grandparents' vows, baptized me, married my sister. You know, so he's very he's a very very long term family friend, and so the fact that I could help him as Miss Nebraska in my title with raising money for Q's school systems, which is mm. a uh, Catholic a number of Catholic schools. In Omaha that are run solely off of private donations. So being able to sort of give back to him when he's given so much to my family and also to do so rooted in faith was really mm. one of the pivotal moments so far as Miss Nebraska because, you know, it gives you opportunities like that. And yeah. it's, it's opportunities to make people proud and sort of give back and you know, raise awareness to causes that everyone should be caring
1: about. Yeah. That's powerful. You both have separate roads of how you got involved with pageants. Mm-hmm. Farron, how did you get involved with pageants?
3: Yes. Yeah, so I started when I was nine years old. So I've been doing this for a while now, but my mom just found, I think it was like nam they just sent something in the mail and she was like, Farron, I should enter you into this. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and we had absolutely no idea what we were doing. Like I put my hair in like a little bun for evening gown and like, I got to walk out with my dad. It was so special, but I did that for two years and then I decided to get a coach with Springboard, um, Robin and Emery. That's how I met them. She's like my makeup artist now. She's amazing. But basically, ever since I started my first pageant, I knew that it was something I wanted to do. I just love the feeling of being on stage. And then over time, it kind of developed into a thing of this is giving me a platform Mm -hmm. and this is giving me something to speak and articulate my emotions, articulate my feelings. And so that's why pageants became such a big component of my life is because it's made me more confident and also able to help other people Mm -hmm. and like just giving me different platforms and ways to advocate for things because every single woman you meet in pageantry is usually passionate about a different cause, which is so special because. It's each woman going out in her community, leading in change for different platforms, mm-hmm. which is so powerful because it's very inspiring to be in an environment like that with a bunch of empowered women, and we're all lifting each other up. And so I just fell in love with it. And ever since I started, I met one of the Miss Nebraska Teen USA's, Sam Washington, and I knew I wanted to be know, Miss Nebraska her. Teen USA. I love. <laughs> this her. is crazy. She did. I my know hair. we have. a... She did really. My hair at, at, um, at the pageant. Really? Yes.
1: Okay, I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, she's
1: awesome. Well, that's great. That's great. And so you've been doing that since nine years old. Yes. And um, I'm excited for you to share your experience about uh, the Miss Nebraska Teen pageant in March. Natalie, your story's a little bit different.
4: Yes, I have a thing or two to learn from Farron. She's been in the game <laughs> a lot longer than I have. Um But I, so yes, I had never done a pageant before. Miss Nebraska USA was my first pageant ever. Uh, but it was Honestly, I had actually kind of talked about it during the pageant. It was a number of years in the making. I, as a kid, I asked my parents if I could do pageants, and that was a hard no. And then we quickly (laughs) moved on. Um, So that was kind of something that never really was revisited. But during college, I modeled a lot. And the girls that I would model with were in the Miss USA circuit. So they would, you know, be Miss Louisiana or, you know, Miss Kansas. And then, you know, because I befriended these girls through work, I would then watch Miss USA all mm-hmm. the time and see all my friends and support them. And I thought it was the coolest thing. I really did. I mean the Miss USA, especially the one that's you know, when it's televised, when you're able to sit there and watch mm-hmm. all these women. I mean, it's an incredible and a very intimidating thing to watch. I mean, all of these women are well spoken, gorgeous, you know, have very prestigious careers and are just very driven. And so once I graduated law school, settled down in Omaha. Work has sort of been steady. I realized I was kind of missing that like creative side of me, and sort of like the more glam, fashion-based side of me. And I was trying to figure out how I could fuel that. And sure enough, I thought back to how much uh, how I held all the women that competed in Miss USA to such a high regard, and I'm like, that's that's something I could see myself doing, and I would love to check that off my bucket list. So, you know, it was kind of side on a whim, but it was great because Farron and I also uh, discussed. Coaching with the same people, so we both worked with Springboard, which now is Aaron and Hannah, mm-hmm. and obviously they are pretty good coaches. They put us <laughs> out on top, so yeah. <laughs> it was a great experience.
1: It's cool. This year, this was your first one. You received the crown from Erica Etzel yes. Miller, and it was Erica's first one as well when she won it was yeah. her first pageant. So it's just a great you know tradition that you're starting to pass down. So, yeah. but we want to get more people involved. I got exposed to it because we knew Erica uh, through my wife. And so we watched Miss USA last fall in November where we were cheering her and Daisy on. Um, But then as I got more involved in understanding about um, the pageant world, it does empower women so much mm-hmm. the women that were participating were there for reasons of personal growth and development and each one had their own stories but their lives were changed because of those experiences and I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan supporter and I want to do all we can to make sure that we are encouraging um, young women to participate because it's such a benefit and blessing the last segment of the show we're going to talk about that how it empowers women and how people can get involved so you want to you're gonna want to stick around the, uh, for the final segment to learn about that all right well it's time to take another question Quick break uh, we've been talking uh, with miss nebraska usa natalie Pieper and mr braskatine usa fair and meddy uh, about their lives and their pageant journeys uh, when we return we will uh, learn more about their experience in this past year's pageant in march uh, you're not going to want to miss their stories you're listening to one shot one life on 1499.3 KLIN.
0: One Shot, One Life is presented by Lincoln Coin & Bullion, where we respect our clients' privacy. We discourage walk-ins to minimize customer overlap and fully encourage all customers to call us to schedule an appointment. We operate by appointment only to offer our customers a discreet and confidential transaction. You're listening to 1,499.3 KLIN. You only have one shot in this amazing one life, helping you make every single day count. This is One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN.
1: Welcome back. We're so glad that you're here listening to One Shot, One Life. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald, and thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. Uh, We want to also thank our One Shot, One Life partners. We've got an amazing group of local and regional businesses that appreciate uh, the message of One Shot, One Life, and we are so excited to have them partner with us. Uh, Lincoln Coin & Bullion, my trusted gold and silver experts for over a decade. John Henry's Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. They've been proudly serving the Lincoln and surrounding areas for over 25 years. Casey Smile, by the way. Who is a top sponsor for, um, Miss Nebraska, uh, USA, uh, and several other states, uh, throughout the Midwest. Dr. Hedley and the staff completely transformed my smile, gave me a whole new look, and you can check out that transformation at one shot one life.com. Youth for Christ of Lincoln, a nonprofit, non denominational ministry serving over 2,400 young people in the Lincoln and surrounding areas. The Searcy team of home real estate, Jeff, Mary, and their team of, uh, have helped my wife Tammy and I sell and buy five homes over the past 30 years. Uh, If you want the best results with buying and selling a home, I highly recommend that you go to the Circe team of home real estate. And then our brand new sponsor, the Medicare Solutions team, Michael Graham and his team of independent brokers will take the confusion out of all Medicare options available and find the best Medicare plan for you. And they do it in a comfortable, non-pressuring process. You can check them out at the Medicare Solutions team.com. That's the Medicare Solutions team. Dot com and if you or your business would like to partner with one shot one life all you have to do is contact me at Doug at K-L-I-N.com and I'd be more than happy to help you and we'd love to have you jump on board as we start continue to expand the show, which we're excited about as well. Well, our guests today are Miss Nebraska USA, Natalie Pieper and Miss Nebraska teen USA fair and Uh, in the last segment, we got to hear about their incredible stories and how they got involved in pa- in the pageant world as well. If you missed it, we highly recommend that you check out our podcast on any podcast platform. And Josh, uh, how can people find us if they want to listen to the podcast?
2: Uh, the two major podcatchers, as I like to call them, are Apple Podcasts and Spotify, <clears throat> Spotify being the biggest one. So all you have to do to find us on those platforms is you just download them. You might already have them on your, on your smart devices, uh, but just search, like Doug said earlier, One Shot, All One Word, One Life, All One Word, and there you'll find all of our past shows. All of our future shows will be there forever, will be there when you need us, if you're on the treadmill at the gym, walking the dog, <laughs> actually driving back and forth to work.
1: Actually, last week, um, Sydney's uh, one of her dance instructors was at the gym working out. Heard the story where we talk about Sydney and you know when she was young, going you know doing oh, her yeah, dance yeah. and her instructor encouraging her to get back on stage. She emailed or texted me right after the show and said, "Hey, I was working out during the during the show and you made me cry. So you know, <laughs> so yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> reach <laughs> <laughs> people wherever you are.
2: Yeah, disclaimer: we might make you cry. We at might the make gym. you cry We're, in the process. We don't want to do that. That's not our goal." <laughs> But it might
1: happen. <laughs> All right. Well, Farron and Natalie, um, thank you so much again for being here. I want to really dig into this year's pageant. Uh, the Miss, U, uh, Miss Nebraska USA and Miss Nebraska Teen USA pageants, by the way, those are mouthfuls. I just want people to know. If you're trying to say that a lot and fast, they're just really mouthfuls. And then I'm always worried about am I getting in the the, the words reversed or whatever? Right. But anyway, um, those pageants are owned and put on by the Van Bros and Associates uh, organization. They're also the official producers of Miss USA and Miss Teen USA and state pageants in Arkansas, Illinois, Kansas, Missouri and oklahoma john jason and jennifer are amazing people and i want people to understand that right up front their organization and they treat the young women with high respect uh every step of the way and i love what they're doing and how they're empowering women along the way um but here's what i'd like to do let's give people a picture of what it's like to actually go through a pageant especially this year uh and then how did that impact you so natalie let's start with you what was your experience like this year um for the miss usa pageant here in nebraska
4: it was phenomenal. Uh, I, To be honest, I, like I said, I had never done a pageant, so I felt a little in over my head. Mm-hmm. I had met with Aaron and Hannah a few times at Springboard, and they helped sort of prepare me just for what segments you're going to get judged on. So, you know, the swimsuit, the evening gown, and the interview, and sort of just walked me through the format, which I think that in itself, if you're able to grasp you you know that that's all it is so Mm -hmm. you'll get a good idea but anyways it was phenomenal everyone there was so respectful all the girls were very kind everyone was you know granted we were all competing against each other but it wasn't a very competitive environment uh we were kind of all there to make friends and to get to know one another and kind of hear everyone's story which i think is very important and then as you already mentioned the van bros you know group they're phenomenal they they expect a lot of their girls, but the reason being is they want to make you the best woman possible. Yes. And to have someone in your corner like that as a mentor, but also as, you know, in this role as a pageant director means a lot because I'm sure that doesn't happen across the country. It's someone that really cares about your personal life as well as hoping that you succeed at Miss USA. And that's that's really all, I mean, that's what sold me. After I met them, I'm like, I know this was the right decision to make because they, they're phenomenal. They really are. And they run a tight ship. The judges were great you know every 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 single aspect of the pageant I would not change a thing I really wouldn't no.
1: Farron what is the what is the schedule like for that weekend? Because you start on, a, is it Friday or Saturday?
4: We start on
3: Saturday, but I went down on Friday just to stay the night with my yeah. mom because I had to be up for hair and makeup at four in the morning. And
1: it was in Omaha, by, in Nebraska, by the way, at the Rose Theater. So, yeah, So just kind of giving people a picture of where it was. Yeah.
3: So, I mean, I told my makeup artist that I like to be early because I don't like, like the rush of when you I'm are with you. supposed to be somewhere yep. and then like you're not ready. It's like scary. I mean, I'm not a morning person, but I still like the earliest like makeup shifts. So I, my makeup, and makeup was always at like 4 or 5am in the morning. So I would like I'm out of bed, go to hair and makeup, and then I'd get my hair and makeup done, and then usually just, like, go sit in my hotel room for a little bit, get ready. We had registration, which was super fun. We were able to kind of meet all the girls there. Yes, which and was, Eric and
4: Daisy. Yes, which, which
3: was awesome. We got, you know, our packets, like, the judges' bios, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then we had little videos that where we would introduce ourselves as our state or – um Counties, yes, yeah, as our counties not our state, but we would introduce ourselves, and then after registration, we had. I was on a. Saturday. It was
4: re- it was a lot of rehearsals, rehearsals which you mm-hmm. you wouldn't think it. You wouldn't right. think a lot went into oh, yeah. the making of a pageant, but my goodness, just They're- walking patterns, and you know, you exit stage right or stage left. You yes, know,
3: yes, it they- was all day. It was all day. But honestly, I kind of love rehearsals because it's like a really good time to get to know everyone and you kind of just get to like chill out. And it's honestly, Van Bros, they make the pageant as stress-free as they can. Like, it is so, such a comfortable environment and it's... I, I can't even explain it. It's like laid back. Yeah. And so like some of the pageant systems I've done before, like some of them, it's like very stressful mm-hmm. because you know, you're go, 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 go. But vambros like they make it really easy on us. Yeah. And, and they're
4: encouraging the whole time. Exactly. And we
3: have time to eat too and everything like that. And it's super nice. And, it's just so fun because it's, like, fast-paced, our state pageant, since it was, like, only two days. Right. And, like, I was kind of used to, like, the week-long pageants where you, like, would get four hours of sleep every single night, but, like, honestly, those are super fun, too. <laughs> so, like, I love it all, but the state pageant was just so much fun, and, like, getting to go on stage, meeting all the girls, like, just the supportive environment that comes with pageantry is so important and special. And I think anyone and everyone benefited from competing. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't walk away with a crown or right. a top, whatever placement, you learn something about yourself and you learn, like you make friends, you learn how to operate in in a, in a, interview environment because Mm -hmm. I mean, they give you pageants, give you life skills that you can take with you for your entire life, wherever you go. It's not just about winning and, you know, looking pretty. It's there's so many layers to pageantry that people just don't understand, but it really does so much for young women.
1: Well, that's uh, Saturday night. Um, you know, you, there's an evening gown and there's also swim uh, swimsuit and athletic wear. Yes. So you did that night. That was the first night that as judges we even got to see who the contestants yeah. were. And then the next day we did a um, interview process. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the interview process because there was a panel of five of us judges, and I'm sure yes. it was kind of intimidating. I would yeah. think. So-, so we were kind of intimidated just ourselves. But um, but it was a great time. It was one of the most special times that both I believe the judges had, and I think the contestants had as well
3: yes so do you want to go no go ahead okay they were three minutes long which was was quick it was kind of scary because you're like how am i going to deliver my heart in three minutes like that's not that much time but going in you guys were so nice every single girl walked out of the interview room and was like they're awesome Like they're so nice and it just felt so comfortable. It felt like a conversation and being in the interview, like the best advice I can give to anyone competing in pageants is when you go into interview, like be yourself, like just be comfortable because they're looking for a real girl. Like they don't want someone who's like putting up something. They just want like, we want real people who are like representing our state. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's good to show that you're a real authentic person. And that's like what I wanted to deliver in my interview personally. She just... did.
4: She won best interview. Oh. So. Well, you did too. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to tell you about your experience? Yeah, I mean, I think mine was hilarious because I, I, the second, which maybe you don't even remember this, but I walked in and I did a combination of how are you and how's it going. So I walk in, how are we going? <laughs> <laughs> and I had this moment where I paused. I'm like, okay, I need to get it together. Like, this is not going to work. Um, but no, and that kind of actually relaxed me, oddly enough. But. Yeah. Like you said, it was it was very much so a conversation. I think the best part was you all were so easy to talk to. Everyone on the judges table was smiling, you know, listening yes. to what you said, uh, commenting, like interacting with you. It was definitely sort of a two way conversation. Um, I got some great questions that actually kinda made me you know, really made me think. I think one of the ones that stuck with me was uh when did you first realize you were beautiful?
1: Mm, I remember and that question. Yeah, I think was, Paul asked that.
4: Yeah, and it was a good question because you know, it definitely caught me off guard because, you know, you kind of really don't think about that. And obviously, especially as a woman, image is so pivotal in Mm -hmm. our society and it can really make or break someone's confidence and how someone feels about themselves. And so, you know, I kind of talked a little bit about me as a child and I wasn't the cutest child. It's, it's just sort of a statement, but, you know, thankfully I had parents that were so encouraging and were such, you know they place such an emphasis on, you know, inner beauty and how that would exude, you know, once you grew up and how you would be able to exude outer confidence and that would then, you know, reflect externally. And anyways, it was it was a really good sort of point of reflection for me during that mm-hmm. interview, which is not something I think you would ever really walk away with at a job interview or any other interviews, but that's right. the best part about pageants. Mm-hmm. It, you know, forces you to sort of take inventory of your life and mm-hmm. how you feel about yourself and how you feel about your future and your motivations. And so that I again nothing but wonderful things to say
1: a couple of things that i took away from that when watching you all work together was the friendships that you built and then everybody came there for a different reason when we interviewed and and all those reasons were for personal growth and development they Mm -hmm. were there like you said it wasn't necessarily just to win although you all wanted to win but you knew that outside of winning that there was an opportunity to grow and develop and we walked away as judges going man we were so impressed that's why I wanted you on the show I mean this is impressive of the the caliber uh, of women that were part of the pageant uh, one final question before we go to our next break you know you did the interview process we go through the day that evening is the the you know the the final awards evening right and they give out the awards and all that my question to you is this and I'd love for each of you to do to answer uh, over the next couple of minutes real quick um, what is it like when there's only two of you left and you're waiting for a name to be announced hoping I'm assuming it's yours yeah. what's it like what's going through your head at the time
3: it was so I do not it's like scary because I mean you I love the girl I was standing with right. like she deserved it as well right. so I mean either way I would be happy but I worked so so hard for this and I just wanted it so bad but I knew I had another year to like I have I've one more year of eligibility if I didn't win this year. So I was like keeping that in mind as well. And like, also I believe in God's timing. Mm-hmm. You know, if if it's meant for me, it's not gonna pass me by. That's how I felt. And I just, in that moment, it was just like nerves, nerves, nerves. And then as soon as my name was called, Jumping all over the she had place. had the best reaction. <laughs> like going crazy. I was so excited.
1: You can check that out on, I think, on YouTube. I think there's oh, probably yeah. a video too it, somewhere yeah. out yeah. there. Me crown jumping. flies off, everything. I yeah, the Oh, there it goes, skin. The fact <laughs> that it hasn't gone viral is. <laughs> I know. Just the fact that
3: I had no idea I hit Daisy's crown off. And then I, like, saw it on a Snapchat story when my friend posted. And I was like, did I? Did I hit her crown off? Like, I had no idea.
1: Natalie, what was it like for you?
4: I was honestly in shock. I didn't know I was going to do that well. And so when I was in top three, I already was sort of blacking out and not realizing (laughs) you know, how... I had no idea I'd do this well, so it was great. Um, But no, I think when it got down to me and Bailey, uh, it was tough because Bailey was there for a very special reason. She was there Mm -hmm. because her dad had always told her to go after this dream of pageantry. And unfortunately, her dad had passed that week. And so she was there for... I mean, a very, very legitimate reason and with a lot more purpose than I think I was there for. And so you can kind of even see it on my face. And that's kind of the differences between Farron and I is, you know, when I won, it was just, I don't know. I just, I really wanted to comfort Bailey because Mm -hmm. she had done so well. This was also her first pageant. She was doing it for a very great purpose and she was just as deserving as I was, if not more so. And so it was It was it was great. It was a very good moment. I felt happy. Like I said, I don't remember anything that happened. (laughs) I really I really don't like people tell me conversations we had. I just Mm. yeah, a curtain. Yeah, just a curtain came down. But it was it was really it was a beautiful moment. Yeah, it
3: was so surreal.
1: Well, thank you for sharing those moments. And like I said, they're emotional, both from joy and just even from a little bit of sadness there, too, and just heartfelt. Like, I remember going in as a judge, like, Papa Bear kicked in. I want them to all win, right? Yes, I want all of you definitely. to win. I think about my daughter who's 21, same age, and I'm like going, you know, you want the best for everyone. So <laughs> thank you for opening up your hearts and sharing with that. Uh, we've uh, we've been having a great conversation with Miss Nebraska Teen USA, Farron Meddy, and Miss Nebraska USA, Natalie Pieper, about their amazing experience experiences uh, at this year's pageant we're going to take a short break and when we come back Farron and Natalie are going to share with us how pageants dramatically enhance young women's lives and if you or someone you know might be interested in participating in next year's pageants they're going to teach you how to get involved you're listening to one shot one life on Lincoln's number one news and talk station fourteen hundred and ninety-nine three KLIN we are having the best time in the studio if you're watching on Facebook we're we're just having a good time we've actually uh, I think we're now going to give Farron... Well, actually both, because because Natalie, in your own right, you're a dancer as well.
4: Ballet. You're so a ballet. Not,
3: not as not as, no, that, as Yes, I feel like it's more so. Yeah,
1: well, we're going to give you two the title of dance icon for One Shot, One Life. We're going to strip it from Josh <laughs> for now. That's fine. Sorry, Josh, and we'll give it to fine. them, so sorry, buddy. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to One Shot, One Life. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. Uh, we want to thank our title sponsor, Lincoln Coin & Bullion. Patney, uh, Pat, Courtney, Katie, and Aaron are my trusted Precious Metals team. Team. They've been so for over 10 years. I went in this week. I go in usually about at least once a month to check things out. But man, if you're interested in, and it's getting more and more press over, you know, over time, interested in gold, silver, and platinum, they are the people to go to. They're going to teach you about it. They're going to walk you through the process and they're going to help you make the right decision for your financial future. Uh, plus, they'll give you the best prices. So if you're looking to buy, if you're looking to sell, make sure you check out Lincoln, Coin, and Bullion. And they only serve you by appointment only because they want to give you all of their time uh, through a one-on-one. One interaction uh, you can set that appointment up by calling them at 402-327-2853 that's 402-327-2853 and of course if you go in, make sure you tell them that you heard about it on One Shot, One Life. All right. I'm going to jump right into the conversation. I'm going to skip some of our announcements here because we're having a great time and I got more, more questions for these great gals. Uh, we've been having a great time and fun talking to Miss Nebraska Teen USA, Farron Meddy and Miss Nebraska, U- uh, USA, Natalie Pieper about their experiences uh, competing in the Miss Nebraska USA pageants this past March. Now, ladies, um, I know that you're both big believers in how participating in pageants can really dramatically enhance young women's lives. So I want to talk about that for a second. How has it impacted your life, and then how have you seen it impact other women's lives as well? Natalie, let's start with you.
4: Sure. So I kind of mentioned it earlier, but it really forces a young woman to take inventory of themselves. I mean, to get up on stage, just... Simply first to get up on stage, Mm -hmm. and then much less to get up and stay on stage in a swimsuit. You have to be really mentally strong, and you have to have a lot of, like Farron also previously discussed, you have to have a lot of positive affirmations for yourself. You have to be proud of your body, proud of your story. And those are, like I said, those are lifelong skills that you're going to be able to take with you. And so that's something that it was kind of good to go out of my comfort zone and realize, you know, maybe these weren't things that I originally had. Like I don't know how I would feel getting up on stage in a swimsuit. I really don't. But might as well start to find out. Like let's let's try to like dive in and connect with myself mentally and make sure I'm ready and good for this. And so that's why I think for me it's taught me a lot about mental strength. It's taught me also about, you know, just having a healthy lifestyle. I really was not a big gym goer. Still, it's kind of tough for me to work out to be honest. And I don't have the best diet, so it's also a good motivator to you know get my butt up and go to the gym. <laughs> um, I don't know if I can say that. Sorry,
1: uh, but
4: <laughs> but anyways. you can just don't
1: cry in the gym. All right, deal yeah, right? exactly. All yeah, right.
4: you guys are gonna make me cry. But no, but it was it was a good motivator. I mean, and sometimes you kind of need that in your life. Sometimes you hit a lull, and you know something like a pageant is really something to work towards you know whether it be physically you know to achieve your best health and you know look your best but also mentally you want to feel your best and if you feel your best that's going to be conveyed to the audience and to the judges they'll know if someone walks out there with little confidence and so it's kind of a good you know granted you'll have a little fake it till you make it but at the same time it's a good opportunity to really connect with yourself and really develop sort of the things you love about yourself and then showcase that to the audience
1: Farron how is it uh, empowering women how do you see that Yeah,
3: I just think that pageants provide so many networks and connections for women and just supporting each other because I really do believe in women supporting women. I believe in us like lifting each other up and I think that pageantry gives us a great foundation to do so because everyone's walking in with a different story with different passions and I mean everyone is beautiful and you know well-spoken and all of these things driven intelligent like I said earlier, everyone's advocating for different causes, which is so important, but we're in this environment where everyone is out to help other people. And I think that it's super cool because you're surrounded by all these women that have like, like like-minded women. And so just being in a pageant environment, I literally cannot stress it enough just how much it has shaped me into the woman I am today because just being around, like, it's just, I, I don't know. It's like almost speechless. It leaves me Mm. speechless. Just, The way that I have just grown so much because, I mean, even my, like, mentoring... Because I've met so many women that are just, like, I look up to so much. Like, Natalie, like, I literally want to be her when I grow up.
1: (laughs) You guys are awesome together, too, by the way. I love her.
3: And it's just, like, it's so cool to have, you know, like, little sisters that I never had or big sisters that I never had. Because I have two brothers, no Mm -hmm. sisters. And it's just, like, it's also giving me the opportunity that, like, for me personally, it's, like, been very special and close to my heart. But for women in general, just in pageantry, it's, like, I don't think... You can really take away a super negative experience unless you go in with a very negative mindset Mm. because it's so easy to make friends because it's such a free and, like, happy environment.
1: We want to encourage anybody who's listening or maybe you have a daughter or granddaughter or yourself want to participate down the road. We want more people involved, more young women involved. Natalie, you were talking earlier just if you feel like sometimes maybe just women are scared to put themselves out there.
4: Yes. I think pageants are notoriously viewed as very intimidating. Kind of like how I talked about when I was watching Miss USA. I mean, of course, it's very intimidating. But at the same time, once you're in it, you'll feel the support of not only your fellow contestants, but also like we've discussed with Van Bros. The organization that you'll be working with is very supportive and very encouraging. But again, I think if you're scared to go into a pageant because you may lose or because you may not place well, I think maybe that again sort of asks a deeper question. Like if you're if you're not willing to do something because you're scared to lose or you're scared of, you know, not placing well, you're gonna miss out on a lot of stuff in life. And so that was this that was this for me. Like I was scared to do Miss Nebraska for a while because I'm like, you know, it might be embarrassing if I lose, or if I don't even place, or if I do, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna make friends, I'm gonna have a positive attitude. I'm going to be the best version of myself and show that to everyone. And, you know, if they don't see that, that's fine. I'll be able to take away a lot of, like you said, life skills. But otherwise, you know, what do I have? What do you have to lose at the same time? Lose? And at the end of the day, you'll leave with friends, you know, exactly. and you'll leave with good experiences.
1: So how can, how can people uh, follow you and get in touch with you on social media? Cause I want to make sure that people follow your stories. And then I'm, I'll give the website here. If people want to get involved with uh, next year's pageant.
3: So mine is Miss Nebraska Teen or Miss Knee Teen USA. That's my Instagram. And then that's just for like everything I post that I've done with my title and just like things I do with my title. And then I have my own Instagram, Fair and Medi. And so that's how I connect with my audience. I also have a TikTok, but okay. I don't post as much on that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. So we, so a lot of the Miss USA contestants post a lot on Instagram. That's the predominant mm-hmm. platform. Mm-hmm. I do have a Facebook that I post pretty frequently on. It'll be under Miss Nebraska USA additionally on my instagram it'll be miss ne usa and like i said that's kind of where Farrah and i post most of our updates like our day-to-day mm-hmm. uh but no bigger updates they'll be on facebook i also have a twitter same username miss ne usa and then we just we just set up the tiktok this week so hey. yeah go ahead and josh look at the you're TikToks. gonna have to get involved with tiktoks
1: now <laughs> uh-huh.
2: <laughs> like a fine <laughs> fine old news <laughs> TikTok. tiktok
1: well if you're interested exactly. in participating in next year's pageant go to missnebraskausa.com i believe that's the website missnebraskausa.com yes. ladies thank you so much for sharing your story seriously there were so many questions okay quick question we got 1 minute My wife wanted me to ask you this. Do you guys have your own personal hairstylists and makeup artists when you're on the road and at the pageants?
4: So Emery Emery Jones, Jones. who, like we've discussed, formerly owned Springboard, uh, the pageant coaching agency. She is actually the official sponsor of Miss Nebraska USA so and the Van Bros so yes yeah, so she is with us wherever we go and the best part is she doesn't charge us because yeah. we're title holders <laughs> that's and even she, better so that's, so that's the fun part talented. yeah no she's phenomenal she's like the the makeup artist in the industry yeah
1: well thank you ladies for being here we really appreciate it. it's been a great conversation you're welcome back anytime because we could have talked for a whole another hour so we really appreciate that well if you want to uh, check out the recording of this check it out on our podcast at one shot one life again thank you to today's guest Farron Medi and natalie peeper special thanks to josh floyd and johnny cadillac for producing the show until next time take full advantage of your amazing one life and make every single day count we'll see you next weekend everyone you for
0: listening to the One Shot, One Life show. Visit OneShotOneLife.com to get a free download of our themes. Learn how to connect with Doug on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Go there now. OneShotOneLife.com and listen every Saturday morning at 11 right here on 1499-3 K-L-I-N. One Life